0: Welcome to this month's Vedic Full Moon Wisdom episode. The full moon shines its brightest with the light of the sun on September 28th or 29th, depending on where you live. The moon will be in the nakshatra Uttara Bhadrapada. Uttara Uttarabhadrapada is known as the second half or second part of the scorching Pair. The god Agni is the god of fire and Agni has ties to this lunar mansion. We might see that during this time, anger, heated debates or arguments may arise out of nowhere and unexpectedly. This is because Mars is also with the sun opposite the moon. So we have heat and energy casting its influence toward the moon. For some, it might show up as anger, and for some, it just might be a surge of energy. It might be a fire at our feet or a fire lit under our butt to get us going. Or it could also ignite passions within us as well. So if we were to take a bird's eye view, we can see that there is something to be healed, resolved, or addressed with any situation. Having a different perspective and looking at the situation with neutrality can do wonders. And just as a reminder, challenging emotions are nothing to be ashamed or embarrassed about. In fact, we can all do away with calling them negative emotions. All we have to do is honor our feelings and go from there. So what's next? What can I do about these big emotions. These emotions that are full of energy. What is it trying to tell me? What am I repressing that need to be healed or addressed? How can I handle these situations in a way that I'm mindful of all parties and people involved? So these are just a few things that we can reflect upon or journal and write it out to get it on paper so that we can see it clearly for ourselves interestingly the degree of the full moon this month is 11 the number 11 is a very interesting number being a numerologist i think all the numbers are interesting and fascinating in their own way but 11 definitely so because it draws your attention I know a lot of people when they see 1111, they stop and they take notice and then they question, why am I seeing this number? Why is it so significant in my life right now? Why is it showing up over and over again? The number 11 is about being intuitive and psychic. The number 11 is also known as being a gateway or a runway because if you look at the number 11, If you see it or envision it as two pillars, you can see a threshold, like a doorway that symbolizes entering into the unknown and being initiated into higher knowledge and wisdom, becoming a student of the divine. So that is the number 11 if the one and the one is standing upright. Also, if we look at the number 11 as if it were two lines in front of us, so horizontal to the ground, at our feet, we could imagine a runway, like the airplane runway where you taxi for takeoff. It is a straight path, no curves in the road, no hairpin turns, it's just a straight, clear path forward. Why? It's because we need to build speed to take off. That's the energy of the 11. So a lot of energy. So anything that carries the number 11, there needs to be some kind of activation or physical activity so that the energy can run through the system. So another theme with the 11 is that we can see either two things in harmony with one another, that they are on the same page, they are at the same place or point on their journey. One is not further ahead than the other. One line does not intersect the other. They walk side by side, parallel to one another, at peace. On the other hand, the two could be in opposition, staring at each other in a face-off staring down one another, looking into the opponent's eyes like the way boxers do at the beginning of a fight to exert dominance and intimidation. So that's the themes and the symbolic meaning of number 11. All right, so tying all of this into Bhajrapada. So we went over some of the possible emotional issues or challenges and we could see opposition in that sense right we get angry it's us against the world us against someone else we see the separation so the lines in parallel that are opposite one another we can also see opposition in the position of the sun and moon they are in opposite sides of the sky the sun is giving light to the moon and the moon is returning the sun's light A beautiful, harmonious relationship, like the higher vibration of the number 11. So the fixed stars of this particular full moon, which fascinate me also, with these fixed stars, we see a theme of things with wings. So Alganib or Algenib is located on the tip of the wing of Pegasus and Algorab or Algorab is in the right wing of Pegasus. Orvis, the crow. Alganib is about skills in oration and speaking and intelligence and Algarab is about business success charisma and the rise and fall of fortunes. I like to imagine the moon sitting on the wing of the pegasus and the Sun sitting on the wing of the crow perfectly balancing the energies of the earthly and the mystical, the crow and the Pegasus, like the number 11. The moon is on one side of the zodiac and the sun is on the other side of the zodiac. And going back to the symbolism of the crow and Pegasus, one of the meanings of the crow is the cycle of life, death and rebirth. And one of the meanings or symbolism or significance of Pegasus is creativity. I love how both winged creatures are connected by this theme of creation. One is the actual process of creation, life and death and rebirth, and the other creative or artistic aspects of creation. It's using the imagination and making discoveries and thinking outside of the box. One, the physical, and the other, the imaginary. So this full moon, we are invited to delve into the various aspects of what it means to create. To be creative and to experiment and go beyond the norm. It feels so very freeing. To me, this full moon is the perfect time to spread our wings and explore and see where our imagination takes us, and how we can create it in our world today. The deity of Uttara Bhajrapada is Ahirbuddhuna, the serpent of the deep. So this Uttara Bhajrapada Nakshatra has so many mystical, mythical creatures. You can't help but find a soft spot in your heart for this lunar mansion. So with this chakra, Bhajrapada, we go to the deep, dark depths. The depths of our whatever, fill in the blank. The depths of our imagination. The depths of our feeling. We are encouraged and supported to go deep, and excavate what lies beneath the surface and beneath our comfort level, what we're used to, what's acceptable. So we are encouraged to uncover and bring to light the things that we have been denying or rejecting. Oh boy, the fun stuff, right? The things that may be difficult to look at, but in the end, truthfully, it will help us gain clarity and make more aligned decisions and heal what needs to be healed, let go and release what needs to be released, and what we need to say goodbye to. Okay, my friends, so here are a few things we can do this full moon in Uttara Uttarabhadrapada. Number one, it's a wonderful time to be creative, right? Maybe it's time to try some medium that has been calling out to you. Is it painting, cooking, writing? Or maybe you could channel that creativity into your business and see what rises to the surface. A helpful question to try out is, what area of my business could use some attention? An infusion of creativity. How can I infuse my creative genius into that area? Maybe it's in our marketing message, a new program or offering, or simply an image for your website or for your marketing materials. Number two, joining forces with a here We could block out some time for meditation and do a deep dive. Our subconscious mind is full of mystery and wisdom. This full moon will be the ideal time to tune in and receive, time to take a ride on the serpent of the deep, reminding ourselves that whatever is uncovered, beautiful or challenging, is for our benefit. It's there to help us. And I say if you are having a difficult time or having challenges, Phone a friend or schedule an appointment with your favorite therapist, Reiki practitioner, healer, hypnotherapist, or spiritual guide. All right, number three. Since events at this time could be unexpected and come out of the blue, I suggest being prepared. Give yourself permission to let go of obligations and be mindful not to schedule too many things during this full moon and a few days after. Be extra protective of your time and your energy. In fact, schedule time to be still, quiet, and get into receiving mode. Relax and receive so that you can be open to whatever inspiration or intuitive messages come through from spirit. So take a look at your calendar and be sure there's lots of unscheduled white space for yourself. Actually, no. Make sure you schedule a lot of white space for yourself. Okay, my friends. Now it's time to go and hop off this podcast episode and schedule in that quiet, free, creative, expansive receiving time in your calendar so your schedule doesn't get full with busy things and requests from others. It's time to take time for yourself. Thank you so much for listening to the end, my friend. I know your time is valuable, and I really appreciate it. Until next week, may you be blessed with the peace and harmony of the 11 and generous amounts of white space in your calendar to receive, reflect, and be creative in your life and your beautiful business. All right, take care and be well. Sending big hugs to you from my part of the world to yours, my dear friend. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.